Believe it or not, the hardest part is trying to think of something different to sing every week. Like literally, it's really the hardest part of each motherfucking episode. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Have Failed Some More with me, Sam Vader. Now, as always, we will be starting off this episode with just a brief announcement saying that we do still stand with the Black Lives Matter campaign here at Sigil Arts and believe in equality for all and hope that change, good change, not bad change, uh, nothing negative or too extreme or radical, but we hope that the change comes that brings the world to peace and to being a better place. But with that out of the way, we'll get back to the main topic that has been the You Have Failed topic of discussion this week, which is Doctor Who. And once again, I'd like to start off with something else. Uh, a, a mistake I made last episode when talking about the actress for Missy or the mistress. I I, I was like, no, it's Selena something. Selena Gomez? And I was like, no, it can't be Selena Gomez. She's the Disney Channel person and singer. And then I realised that I had it the wrong way around. It wasn't the Selena bit that was correct. It was the Gomez I can't believe I forgot. It's Michelle Gomez, brilliant actress and fantastic as Missy. She's good in bad education as well. Um, so I just thought I'd correct that before I get loads of angry people telling me how wrong I was in saying it's definitely Selena when when it's not. It's, it's Michelle Gomez, who once again still is a brilliant actress herself. Um, anyway, back to back to Doctor Who and. Oh God, I love it. I, so, so I've binge watched it all last weekend and it's pretty much the only TV show I, I've watched um, this this whole week. Um, the exception of a couple of episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc 5. I've been watching nothing but Doctor Who and bouncing back between mainly the 10th, 11th and 12th Doctor. But I watched a bit of 9 as well. Obviously he only has one season to bounce between. Um, and in watching more of it, I, I realised some, something more, I suppose, in a way that David Tennant shows this point a lot as well as I've been focusing a lot on him um, in my watching because he is my favourite. Um, and something I realised it sort of builds on my points from the previous episode, talking about how the Doctor isn't really a hero. Um, he's, you know, well, he didn't see himself as a hero. And and the fact is that on a scale of things, he, he he's not. And hear me out for a second, he is. But the fact he doesn't see himself as one proves that that he's not a hero. He, you know, he doesn't wear a cape and he doesn't wear a mask. He doesn't go out there with the intention of being a superhero. And he goes out there with the intention of traveling and, and just trying to help people. Um, that's, that's the big thing with the Doctor is that he or I suppose she as well. I, I keep saying he because... I keep thinking, obviously, when I watch it, I watch the male ones. So to me, the Doctor is a male, but I, I get that currently they're not. But so if I keep referring to him as he, it's because in my head I've either got Eccleston, Smith, Tennant or Capaldi in my head when I'm talking. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the major thing about the Doctor. He He's not a hero. Like, you know, Batman or Superman or Iron Man, they know they're, they're heroes. They're going out, they're wearing masks, and they're going out with the attention of stopping crime. Um, whereas the Doctor, he's not exactly that. He, Yes, he knows he's helping people, but he doesn't do it to be heroic. He does it because it, it's kind, it's the right thing to do. 
um, he's just trying to be kind and spread that kindness and help out. He feels like it's his duty to help. And I think that's what makes him so special. He's he's a real hero. Like when I say a real hero, I don't mean, yeah, he's the real deal. I mean, he could be real. Because, yes, all superheroes have flaws, and I'm not denying that. None of them are perfect, and they're all written, unless you're Superman, to be flawed characters. But I feel like the Doctor, despite being one of the most alien of all superheroes, or all heroes, is maybe the most human and the most real one I've I've seen, personally. You know, because some of their other issues are a bit grander and less relatable like not everyone goes through ptsd or and yeah i get that other heroes like iron man went through his alcoholism and then went into ptsd especially in the mcu after the the battle of new york but the doctor's flaws are very so very human the fact that you know yes he's always trying to do the right thing but sometimes he he just goes too far and he's in a rage that he definitely has because he's not some perfect superhero he's he's a he's a madman with a box and that's he is an idiot he's not he doesn't see himself as the hero because he just sees himself as the madman that ran away traveling to see the stars and figure out what keeps the universe in balance he doesn't see himself as that hero he's just the madman just helping out if he can but his flaws are what i think what make him a relatable hero more than any other. Yes, you can relate to other superheroes and you can like them and you can love them and you can think Batman's probably one of the more relatable because he doesn't have any powers. Super rich, but he doesn't have any powers. Same with Iron Man in a way. But the Doctor was just a man who, you know, didn't like the sort of oppression of the universe, didn't like the sort of class system on Gallifrey and the way they looked down on everyone and and found the plight of the rest of the people of the universe to be too much to bear that he's just moved to help but he's full of rage he he's like as the show says itself he's like fire and ice there's a storm within him he is a good man but at the same time he's he is that he's a man he's he's a person he isn't some Oh, I'm good, and that's all I am. I'm good. He he has his very he has his moments where he breaks his promise of never cruel or cowardly. Look at the family of blood two parter where David Tennant's doctor, by the end of it, thinks up some of the most cruelest punishments and most dark thing the doctor's ever really done. He lets the family of blood live forever, but in torturous circumstances, he throws one into a collapsing star to live forever. He freezes the other one as a scarecrow for the rest of time. He traps one in a mirror. And wraps the other one in unbreakable chains and suspends him in time. Like, that's so dark and twisted. But this is the same man that wouldn't hurt a fly. Wouldn't pull a trigger. And that's the thing, he... He's not human, but he is so human. He is so... I suppose if you look at the Eighth Doctor, technically he's half human, but I'm not entirely sure how canon that is. So we're going to stick with he's all Gallifreyan. But he is so human. He needs people around him. And this is where I think the companions... I don't think people realise how necessary to the Doctor the companions are. Most people just see them as, I think, the conduit between how we view the world. They're asking the questions so the Doctor can explain so we can understand, essentially. But 
that's not their only role. And I don't mean that they might have their own storylines, personalities. Like, I'm sort of excluding that for a minute to point out that the companions play a very different role for the Doctor personally. They are the ones that are there to stop him. As um, the the um, Christmas special with Catherine Tate, at the end where she's like, you know, find someone. And Doctor's like, I don't need anyone. And Catherine Tate's Donna Noble, Donna Noble goes, yeah, you do. I sometimes think you need someone to stop you. And the Doctor sort of agrees. He realises that he will go too far to save people. He will do horrible things, you know, after the time war and everything as well. He He's prone to going too far unless he has a human there with him. And that's what the companions are. They're human friends, but it's their humanity that makes him who he is. It's their humanity that makes him a better man because they... They humanise him. They they give him grounding. They they bring love and compassion. They bring a human element to the Doctor that that will prevent him from unleashing the rage of a Time Lord, essentially. And maybe not all Time Lords are like that, but maybe they are. And that is just him. But spending so many time, so much time with humans, it it does humanise him. So yes, he has his flaws anyway, but humanises him to a point where. You know, he his compassion and mercy show through more. He becomes kinder because of the people he surrounds himself with. And I think, in a weird roundabout way, that might be an unintentional lesson from Doctor Who, trying to teach us something that sometimes the people we surround ourselves with dictate what sort of person we are and, you know, how we live. If we surround ourselves with toxic, evil people, even, you know, the best of us, the kindest of, kindest of us, will start becoming twisted themselves but if you surround yourself with loving caring people who care for you and love for you and are kind you those traits in you will be exemplified the doctor is inherently a kind person but rage sometimes comes through so having those companions those friends who exude love and kindness to him do the best they can to restrain him from going too far and hurting people or beating the bad guys in quite a violent way to, you know, a way that the doctor wouldn't normally do. Sometimes you just let them get away or just blow up a ship. But sometimes he'll be truly cruel in his, in the way he punishes them. And, you know, in the, a good man goes to war episode that is exemplified where the doctor screams the, the Colonel runaway speech. He, he goes too far and he knows this. You know, he, he he goes far enough to... It's not just enough to beat the people. He's got to embarrass them. He's got to rip them of all their pride and shame. And he realises that that's not good. And the title obviously says, A Good Man Goes to War. The whole point is what happens when a good man, you know, becomes a soldier. And that's what the Doctor is. He's a good man who, during the Time War, became a soldier. And then sort of never really recovered from that PTSD, I suppose, in a way as well. And so he's always then, and that's another reason he hates soldiers, because he knows what it's like to be one, and he knows that it's just mindless killing. And I think that's obviously why he's now got such a thing against guns and soldiers, is he's he's experienced that, and he doesn't want anyone else to. So a good man goes to war is the whole thing. What happens when a good man does go to war? Well, you know... Everyone gets hurt because a good man 
there is there's no limit to the rage of a good man. And I think one of the lines where the Doctor sort of confuses himself in a way is a bit, once again, the good man goes to war, where um, the evil woman goes, you know, you're a good man, you have too many rules. And the Doctor responds with, no, good men don't need rules. Now's not the time to find out why I have so many. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that's in the Doctor's rage. He didn't think of himself as a good man. But he was, and he does have the rules to stop himself from going too far but maybe maybe then he's not a good man because he is prone to going too far but we know that's not true he most definitely is a good man the doctor and he's just prone to going too far sometimes because you know he's not perfect he's not a god he is a man not a human man but he's a man or a woman or you know he's a person he's prone to just and those lines, you know, the rules and the good man, is he, is he not? We all know that the chances are, yes, the Doctor is a very good man. Like, but he will make mistakes. He will go out of his way to make people feel terrible, to rip them apart, to convince them to do things that they didn't want to do and manipulate. And so there's a dark side to him. But I think all of this, the darkness, but the the joy, the childlike joy, the passion... For travelling and just the overall happiness and kindness. It makes him a hero that we could all be. The Doctor, if you know you disregard the timeless child as a story in canon, is is just a regular guy. He's a he's a bloke, madman in a box, as I keep saying, and I will keep repeating it, because at the end of the day, that's what the Doctor is at the core. He's a madman with a box. But He's not special. He's just someone who is kind. He just wants to help people and will never refuse that help. Don't get me wrong. He knows, you know, if someone doesn't want help, he, he can't always help them. He'll try. <clears throat> but it's like River Song says also in the um, Forest of the Dead, Silence in the Library two-parter, where, you know, he, he goes, everyone knows that everyone dies and nobody knows it like the Doctor. But I do think all the stars in the sky might just go dark if he ever for one moment accepts it. And that is another brilliant line to just... By Stephen Moffat, by the way. Stephen Moffat is a brilliant writer. I know he gets some shit for his error, especially as a showrunner. But he's a brilliant writer. But that line is just so perfect. The Doctor knows that, you know, he can't... <laughs> no one lives forever. But he won't accept that. He will try his best to save anyone and everyone. And that's what's important about the Doctor. He might know that it's futile, but his kindness means that he will keep trying. And I think that's something that, that's what makes him so human and so relatable as a hero and a real hero. That's something that all of us can do. You know, we might know that there's no chance in hell we can help everyone. We might not be able to save everyone. But we can do our best to save someone. And, you know, and that's another thing from Stephen Moffat's the whole 12 Doctors arc where he realises where he got his face from. Proof that the Doctor subconsciously chooses his own face in that you see that the Doctor chose that face to remind himself that he, you know, his primary goal is, is to help people, to save people. And because in the fires of Pompeii, which is a fixed point in time, the Doctor shouldn't, couldn't save everyone. But he did save someone. 
just because it was kind and that's why he then picked that face and in that respect the doctor anyone can be the doctor and i don't just mean in terms of regeneration anyone can play the role uh, you know that's <laughs> that itself is true but i also feel like anyone can be the doctor in terms of you don't need a superpower you don't need millions and millions of pounds i mean don't get me wrong a genius intellect a sonic screwdriver and a tardis wouldn't go amiss but at, at his core anyone can be the doctor batman you know you need loads of martial arts training you need this that, and the other iron man you need the suit you need the suit to be iron man the doctor has proved on many occasions that he doesn't need the tardis to, the tardis just takes him to and from where he needs to be so if you have a car that's the real world equivalent of a TARDIS. The sonic screwdriver, he doesn't always need that. You know, a lockpick wouldn't go amiss. But when you're helping people, it probably won't be the same sort of thing. Um, so you might not need that. But having tools available might be nice. You know, if they need you to fix a cabinet, I don't know, that's what you're helping them with. And uh, what was the other thing? A genius intellect. Yeah, I mean, that helps in his situations, but obviously he's a science fiction stories where he's trying to save the day from monsters. But at his core, to be the doctor, you just need to be willing to do the right thing and help people. And I think that's that's the beauty and the brilliance of what Doctor Who and being the doctor is. He's a hero that's, that's not special, not a hero. Because anyone could be him. Anyone could be her. Anyone can be the Doctor if they're kind enough. That's all it's about. It's not about, oh, I was chosen, I'm special. This is harkening back to my argument about against the timeless child. You know, it's it's not about that. It's about just being kind, being a good person and being willing to to help other people if they ask or if they need it. And that's what I think is so important about the character of the Doctor you know, other sci-fi heroes, they can inspire. Other comic and action heroes, they can inspire. You can want to be them. You can want to be like them. It's, Of course you can. There are so many of them I look up to. There are, you know, you've got your Luke Skywalkers. You've got your Iron Men. You've got your Batman. You've got your Gokus. You've got your Yugis. And, you know, you've got so many Green Arrows. You've got so many characters and heroes you can look up to. But I look at those and I think... How many of them could I be? You know, I can't be a Jedi because the Force isn't real and I can't have a lightsaber. I, and, you know, which are key parts of who Luke Skywalker is. You can't be Batman because you're never going to be Batman. You can't have the money and you're never going to train that well. You can't be Iron Man because you don't have the experiences he's had and this, that and the other. But to be the Doctor, you don't need to have had the experiences the Doctor has had to be him you just need to be kind don't get me wrong the experiences help like in the speech in the zygon inversion where once again i think i mentioned it last time where he talks about how what you do is you you hold on to the pain tight until it burns and you promise yourself that no one will ever have to feel this pain again and so yeah for, for a dramatic flair it helps to have experienced something similar to the doctor although I pray to God no one on this earth ever has to go through anything like the Doctor did and has 
the amount of people he's lost and everything. Like he said in 12's final episode about, you know, you know, everyone else is dying. That's what life is, a life that long. It's a battlefield where you're the last one standing. And as he says, I think it's in, is it Robot of Sherwood? I don't think it's Robot of Sherwood. Um, it, it's in an episode where he's talking to Clara, the 12th Doctor. And he goes, no, it's um, the girl who lived, the girl who died. One of the two, I can't remember which one comes first. I think it's the girl who died is one that comes first. That makes logical sense. Um, but yeah, when he's talking to Clara and the girl who died at the end, and he's like, immortality isn't living forever. It's everyone else dying. So the Doctor clearly has a fairly bleak outlook on some things, and he's been through some tough shit. So as I pray that no one ever has to go through the amount of losses, the amount of pain the Doctor has had to go through in his life. But that doesn't change the fact that I suppose what the main focus of this episode has been so far and what I suppose is the main focus of the episode, anyone can be the Doctor. And that's important. Like the quote I used from Stephen Moffat last episode, you know, the Doctor's thing is all about being kind and just helping. He chose the name Doctor, never cruel or cowardly, never give up, never give in. You know, it. it's very fitting in that respect. And they gave him two hearts. They gave him more compassion. They didn't give him a superpower. They gave him more compassion, more love. And that's that's brilliant. As once again Stephen Moffat said, there's never going to be a time we don't need a hero like the Doctor. Because, yeah, capes are great. And I love, obviously, superhero films. I love superheroes. I think they're brilliant. But if we needed a, a, a real hero in the real world, the hero we need is the Doctor. Because we don't need someone going out fighting and punching... We need someone with that much compassion and kindness that they will just try their best to help everyone. And that much reason. And don't be wrong, I think, I'm saying this, Batman's pretty close to the Doctor in that respect. Yes, he's a lot more violent, uh, more openly violent um, than the Doctor, but Batman's a very kind and compassionate hero as well. Like, under all that gruff exterior. Batman is probably one of the most caring humans you've ever seen in your entire life. He's the most human superhero of all comic book superheroes, if you ask me. He's just so caring and diverging a bit, I suppose. This episode's not strictly about Doctor Who anymore. It's about what it means to be the Doctor, I suppose. There's a bit it's in the Batman Beyond, I think, or the Justice League thing, where Amanda Waller's explaining the story um, to, what's his face, the Batman Beyond kid, Terry... McGuinness, Terry Guinness, whatever, Terry McGuinness. Um, yeah, and she talks about when Batman went to comfort Ace. She, he was given a, a weapon to kill her, to stop her destroying everything when she died of the tumour or whatever it was. And Batman was sort of volunteered to take it. All the others were willing to, you know, were willing to kill her. Batman was the only one that sort of took it without the intention of killing her. So he took it and he didn't kill her. He just sat with her until she died and comforted her. This little defenseless girl, you know, all the other heroes were willing to kill her and get it done with and be the hero. But no one else considered being that girl's hero. 
you know, she knew she was dying and she couldn't help what was going to happen if she died with all the pain and everything. And her psychic powers would have wiped out probably most of America. So all the other heroes were like, yeah, we're going to save all of America. That's what we're going to do. But Batman didn't. Batman wasn't going to be the world's hero. He was focused on being that girl's hero, that comforting her in her last moments. And in comforting her, the pain went. And when she did die, the, there was no psychic release. Because he is a hero. He's not, you know, he realises that sometimes being a hero isn't saving everyone, it's saving someone. And in this case, saving that someone saved everyone. It's... And that's similar to the Doctor in a way as well. And I'm realising now as I'm talking about it, Batman is very similar to the Doctor in that respect, that they've both had dark pasts, that they're trying to stop other people from feeling the pain they felt. Um, and yeah, that's what it means. It's not... Sometimes, you know, it's not about being flashy and saving the big group of people, saving the world. It's about helping that one person sometimes. That's what being a real hero is. It's sitting there and helping that one child, that one person that needs it a lot. You know, you can do charity work and, you know, post it all over Facebook and be like, oh, look how great I am. I've done all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But the real hero is the one that silently just helps maybe one desperately person in need. So, yeah, you can do a big charity cleanup and go and do all this stuff. And that's fantastic. And I'm not dissing anyone doing charity, but... I'm just seeing the kind of people who do it just for attention and just like to make the big deal out of it. But to be the real hero, you've got to help someone. As the doctor said, and I brought it up last episode, and it's very true now, without hope, without witness, without reward. That's what being a real hero is. You don't do it with an expect of a reward. You don't expect to, your name to be in lights or people to be watching. You do it because it's the right thing to do and because it's kind. And I've said the word kind a lot, and that's... That's it. it. It's kindness. That's what makes a hero in the real world. You know, as the doctor said, always try to be nice, but never fail to be kind. <clears throat> Being nice is subjective, you know, the, the, and that's not always easy to be nice. It's not always the right thing to be nice. You know, sometimes people need that blunt honesty. But being kind and helping them. Yes, that can mean being blunt and honest and telling them the truth rather than telling them what they want to hear, telling them what they need to hear. But being kind is the important thing. And <clears throat> I feel like in the world at the moment, there, there's a lack of, there's a lack of kindness. Um, and that might seem like an extreme statement to someone, but, but think about it. Think about all the unnecessary wars or issues or things going on at the moment where, People are dying and they don't need to. People are suffering and they don't need to. Where is kindness gone? And that's where Stephen Moffat's quote becomes so true. There will always be a time, there will never be a time we don't need a hero like the Doctor. And right now is a time where I feel like we need the Doctor or someone like him. And I'm not saying anyone will ever be. The Doctor. The Doctor is obviously extraordinary. He, he's an alien and he's a genius and he is a brilliant, great hero and that can't be denied. But if people on this planet just started maybe every now and again being kind, you know, not, not doing the selfish thing and doing the thing that 
help someone else. Maybe we'd start moving toward a better world where people aren't dying unnecessarily in wars that aren't necessary. Cough, Middle East, cough. You know, and <clears throat> we'd stop segregating and putting people down for colour of their skin or gender or interests or, you know, just segregating or just pointing out differences and not not accepting difference. Just be kind. That's all we need in the world is kindness. And, you know, and the doctor falters. He's not perfect. To some planets, you know, the word doctor doesn't mean healer and wise man. It means warrior because <clears throat> he's the man that can turn an army around with, you know, the mention of his name. He's not always done the right thing and he's faltered and he's gone too far. So it's not an unachievable thing. Being kind, yes, it's great, but it's not something that... You don't have to hold yourself to a standard that's not achievable. You're not going to be able to do it 24-7. If you do, you're lying to yourself. You're going to falter. You're going to fall. You know, we're only human. We're going to have selfish moments. We're going to have moments that we're going to live to regret. But it's not about being perfect and getting it right all the time. <clears throat> As the doctor said himself, you know, it, it's probably not going to work. You know, it hardly ever does. You know, it doesn't always work for him. It doesn't always go right. But that's not what matters. What matters is he's doing it because it's decent. It's right and it's kind. Whether it works or not, he knows he's doing the right thing. He's trying to do the right thing. And that's the important thing here is the doctor sort of contradicts Yoda in a big way. And... I think proves Yoda wrong after all this time. You know, Yoda famously goes, do or do not, there is no try. But in this situation, trying might be all you need. Just because you can't always succeed at being kind. You can't always save someone. You can't always help someone. Maybe in that case, you've, you know, that's the do not of the situation. But if you just try, and this might be getting a bit preachy, and this wasn't what I intended the episode to be, this is sort of my internal thoughts coming out as as I'm discussing it, I suppose, and as I was talking about the Doctor and his flaws and being a hero, I sort of realised that the words that we will always need a hero like the Doctor are so incredibly true. And but then the problem lies that, well, as much as I hate to admit it and I don't like the fact, the Doctor is fiction. He's not real. There's there's not some madman in a box travelling around through time and space. And, well, if there is, we wouldn't know about him anyway. So maybe there is. It'd be nice to think there is. So why not become the Doctor? That's, like I said, the impressive thing about this man is that I could be the Doctor. You could be the Doctor. The person you're sitting next to whilst listening to this could be the Doctor. If you are, if you're not, then... Sorry, I'm sorry to assume there's someone sitting next to you. That is very wrong of me. But <laughs> the point is, you know, any one of us could be. So why don't we all try? Because if every single one of us try, the world might just end up being a better place. Yes, we're in a really shit place at the moment. 2020 has not been our year, right? We've had coronavirus. We've had 
bushfires, Carol Baskin's around, you know, whacked him. And <laughs> the World War Three almost happened. And, you know, we've, some of us may have had personal tragedies as well. I know I've had a few. And so 2020 hasn't, hasn't been our year, but maybe that's the best time to start. Why not try and make the world a better place in the situation it's in and, and just be kind? And look, you don't have to go out of your way. You don't have to give money. You don't have to... But just if someone needs help, help them. Don't, you know, refuse help. And it's not easy and it, it's not, you know, always going to work out. And... You know, we're not asking you to sacrifice yourself in the process. You don't have to be a righteous hero like the doctor and, you know, help people at your own risk. And we're not going to ask you to give up any of yourself, give up any of your own happiness or anything to help someone. But I'm just thinking, not that anyone is asking you, I'm thinking out loud and I'm sure no one's going to make anything of it and think I'm just an idiot rambling. Like, you know... You might listen to this and think, what's he fucking on about? He's talking absolute shit and he should shut the fuck up. And maybe I should. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I'd like to think I'm not. Not for a self-arrogant, you know, imposed way. But I'd like to think that there are good people out there and that people can learn to be kind enough that we can change the world, as I say at the start of all of these episodes now and all of my other podcast episodes. I, I do, you know, we do stand with the Black Lives Matter campaign, not because we're trying to push some agenda or we believe in superiority on one side or the other or anything like that. You know, we're not trying to cause any trouble or politics or completely break down the system. We believe in Black Lives Matter because we believe in being kind and treating everyone as equals and as people. The world would be a better place. That person will feel valued. You know, so it's just things like that. You don't have to go out there and, you know, necessarily someone's going to be hit by a car and you jump in the way and heroically save them, like Back to the Future style, right? It's That's not always going to happen. And I pray to God no one's ever in that situation because that'd be terrifying and you'd feel guilty if you didn't save them and that'd be awful and hopefully everyone's safe right but being kind could just be supporting a cause like like black lives matter or supporting pride or you know supporting trans people who have been under attack recently and because of the whole black lives matter stuff there was obviously there have been black trans women that have been targeted um so i think just being kind isn't necessarily or being a hero isn't necessarily oh I'm going to put myself in harm's way and you know fight this person and do this that than the other sometimes it's being that shoulder to cry on or being someone to talk to or just being there for someone that's that's what being a real hero is and you know I've I've got people in my life who maybe I should tell them but if I do it might go to their head some of them I'd consider my heroes um, not as in, oh, I look up to them, hero. No, I'm not talking about that. Well, I suppose in a way I do as well. But they're my hero. <clears throat> Sorry, something in my throat. Um, but they're my heroes in terms of they've helped me in some of my most desperate hours. And I've needed to talk or I've needed like someone to 
be there when I've been going through a tough time, you know, they're heroes to me because they're potentially the reason I'm still here today and the reason I'm enjoying life and the reason I'm not in a miserable depression. Like, and I'm not even saying that in a jokey way, genuinely. Like, I don't want to imagine what state I could be in if I didn't have some of these people in my life who have been the hero I needed at the time. Um, and I like to think that I've been that hero, not that I'm calling myself a hero, and this is where it does sound a bit big-headed, this please, this isn't what I'm trying to say, but I'd like to feel like I've been that hero for them at some point as well. Um, and I'd like to think that I'd be that hero for anyone else that needed it. You know, I, I try my best and... Obviously, a lot of the time, I'm a dickhead and <laughs> I joke about, I take the piss out of people. I'm, I'm that sort of friend. But I like to think that if one of my friends who knew me well enough knew that they needed someone to talk to, I'd like to think that, you know, they know that I would be there for them because despite all my, all my acts and the way I, I am around my friends and the way I play up to be, I do genuinely try my best to be kind and be a good person because it's the way I was brought up. I've watched Doctor Who and other shows like and cartoons and comics. I want to be that good person myself. So I do hope that I am. And if I am talking any sense today, I might not be. Never really am. But who knows? I hope that maybe I could inspire some other people. I'm not saying the people listening to this aren't kind already. I'm really not. I, you know, I'm not making assumptions about any of it. You might be some of the nicest people in the world who are listening. And, I, well, I mean, you're all heroes to me because you actually listen to my podcast week in, week out. And that makes me feel really good. I'm not going to deny that. I love the fact that people do listen to what I put out. And considering I do talk crap most of the time, um podcasts or not podcasts always talking crap but <laughs> I'd like to think so yeah you probably are great people but if I could inspire you to maybe inspire someone else or you know to go the extra mile beyond what you've already done or even if you don't go the extra mile but you just heed the words and realize that you are capable of making that change you know you can change someone's life as I say there have been times in my life where I really, I dread to think where I'd be if I didn't have certain people by my side and I'm not going to name drop any of them. I'm not going to mention the situation. That's all. No one really needs to know that. But what you can take away from it is the fact that, you know, they they did save me and, you know, save me from myself, save me from situations that I could have thrown myself into mentally. Not like anything like doing crime or anything, but more save me from myself and from going into a depression and, you know, and they're, they're my heroes and they have inadvertently saved me. Um, and that's all it takes. Just be there for someone, be kind. And that, that's what Doctor Who is about. And that's, I suppose, what this episode has become about. It's been more a dissection of what it means to be the Doctor and what what Doctor Who means. It's, it's just be kind, really. There are so many people in my life that I'd credit with changing my life and making me a better person. And the person I am today, who I like to think underneath all the character, is a good and 
he's a good and nice person and yeah that's it's about making that change that that's really what it is and there's so much negativity in the world at the moment on the internet and everything and not in you know a bad way per se but there's obviously you've got the me too movement which it's i'm so glad that's come about and i'm glad the black lives matter is coming out and there's more feminism stuff to get women on equal rights because they're still not really and trans people and lgbtq plus people honestly i'm so glad that this is on the rise but there's still so much negativity towards all of these causes in certain remote communities and just in the world in general things like this are still downtrodden and oppressed and i think it's time that you know the sad thing with especially with the internet being the way it is the negative people are always the loudest and i attribute that to a a saying i've known for most of my life and i love it is the weakest dogs bark the loudest that's fantastic and that's why the negative people make the most noise and cause the most commotion so maybe it's time that the positive people and the kind people start standing up using their voices and standing up for these good causes making that change and helping people just being kind and i feel like i've rambled on about this for probably far too long now you're probably all bored thinking i'm talking crap and and i'm sorry if that's your opinion of this maybe i am maybe i'm not i hope that i'm not and that i could be making a a good difference here to whoever listens to this and i i do hope this gets around if i am talking sense and people do get a chance um to listen um so i don't really know how to wrap up because do i i don't know how to decide someone has failed or not this week um do I decide if humanity has? I mean, the doctor definitely hasn't. And I'm going to make the judgment that humanity hasn't failed yet because there are good people out there. Um, and yes, yeah, so it's a very different episode. But no, we haven't failed. And it we're just starting to make the change. And we can make this world a better place by using our voices and just just being kind. So thank you so much for for listening to me every week so far and for listening to me this week. I really do appreciate it. We'll be back Tuesday with another episode of You Have Failed Proper, where I'll be talking about all spoilers. No, I I don't have a clue. Um, (laughs) So genuinely, thank you so much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed and maybe you've taken something away from this. And I will speak to you next week, guys. But before that, I forgot because I was on a, on a bit of a rant this week to plug the uh, King's Styles Apparel where they do a brilliant merch. The Failure Who or Dr. Failure, I can't remember which one King's Eyes called it, um, shirt is fantastic. I ordered that as soon as it went on sale. That is absolutely brilliant. The rest of the shirts are all fantastic. All the products on the uh, store are brilliant. You will love them all. Honestly, do go check out the site, especially if you love mine or any of my fellow content creators' content. And now, properly, guys, I'll speak to you next week.